August 23rd, 1992, a college student dropped off her brother in Evanston, Illinois. On her way to Iowa, her car broke down. She was never seen alive again. This is a story of Tammy Zwicky. Good morning and happy Friday, 7-7, July 7th. This is episode 45 of Kelly's Coffee and Crime Chat. This is Kelly, and I've been off work all week, so I was able to sleep in, get up, have my coffee, and don't have to go to work. <laughs> didn't have to get out and go to work this morning, so, but I go back Monday. Uh, today, I'm drinking Java Mama Sprinkle, it's Swirl Sprinkle Cone, Sprinkle Sweet, of course, I can't remember that. It's a sprinkle cone in our ice cream line. So what it is, it, it's like ice cream. It's not chocolate or vanilla. It's just, it's like a, a creamy swirl with the sprinkles. Sunday Sprinkle Cone, that's what it's called. Gosh, I got to get this right. Sunday Sprinkle Cone. I should have wrote it down, <laughs> but it's part of our ice cream line. And we also have hot fudge sundae, which I just ordered. I cannot wait to get that. Um, pecan praline parfait. And we have a rainbow push pop, which is like the um, the push-ups. Oh gosh, I love those as a kid. I don't know if, I think they still make them. I'm pretty sure they do. Um, I love those. If I ever find those in the store, I might have to get some. Gosh, that, that sounds good right now. <laughs> I also have my lemon, my crystal light lemonade here. Okay. Because uh, it's a hot one outside and I like my lemonade. So I've got my hot coffee and my cold crystal light. <laughs> mm. The Sunday sprinkle cone is a sweet flavor. If you add cream and sweetener which I do I add uh, sweet cream and then I add um, stevia to sweeten it now if you have it without that it's probably not as sweet but if you like sweet coffees this is a good one I will leave the link in the show notes mm. okay man that's good okay also java mama's air roasted it is green and clean and good better for your gut so um, it is a very good coffee um, this case that I have today was suggested to me and I have heard of Tammy's wiki. I've heard her case, but after researching it myself, wow, this is baffling to me. Um, just like, um, Stacy Colbert last week, it's a, it's a case that angers me. And um, I'm going to talk about it. Now, many out there might be, of course, have heard about this, but um, Tammy was born in uh, March of 1971. She was born March 13th in Pleasant Hill, Pennsylvania, but she grew up in South Carolina. Her parents are Joanne and Hank Zwicky, and she's got two older brothers and one younger brother. Now, she lived in New Jersey, Marlton, New Jersey, after she graduated high school in 
South Carolina. She went to Eastside High School in Greenville, and she graduated in 1989. My, um, I'm getting my source from Wikipedia and also the Facebook page of Who Killed Tammy Zwicky, and I um, <clears throat> recommend going to that page and joining because um, there's a lot of updates and um, discussions on there about this. She worked at a blockbuster over the summer. Wow, that takes me back. That was the video store you would um, that everybody loved to go to. <clears throat> I think it was the biggest one we had in our area. Excuse me. As you could tell, I just woke up. My throat's not exactly woken up. But blockbuster, that was the weekends, Friday night, Saturday night, the family would go get a movie from the video store. <laughs> Sorry, I had to take a drink um, of my lemonade there for my throat. Um, but she worked at a Blockbuster. She was also into soccer and loved photography. She was, um, people said she had high energy and she had a cat named Zorro and often took pics, pics of him for her photography as well as students at high school working uh, on the school paper. She would take photos of them working and I'm pretty sure they probably had her photos in a yearbook I never found out but it sounded to me like she worked on photos for yearbooks um, she hoped to become a sports photographer and she was accepted into the School of the Art Institute in Chicago um, so that's really something and she was described as a beam of sunshine so she was thriving she knew what she wanted to do at an early age and that's really something because as for me, I had no idea. Like I had, no, I didn't know any talents or anything at that time. So, um, she had a very promising future. Now on August 23rd of 1992, she dropped off her brother at a college in Evanston, Illinois, which is North of Chicago. Um, now she went on to Iowa because that's where she was attending Grinnell college, um, for her senior year. So she was going to go from dropping her brother off in Evanston, Illinois, to her college in Iowa. Now, she was supposed to call her mother when she arrived. We didn't have cell phones back then. So, and if, well, if we did, it was only rich people had them and they were called car phones. <laughs> so they, we didn't, um, they may have just been starting to come in the mobile, you know, they had the big, big mobile um, phones and then they had the bag phone. But um, that didn't come until later but she was supposed to call her mother when she arrived and her car had been acting up on her commute and it broke down stranding tammy near north utica illinois um that's in the LaSalle area now her last whereabouts were in central illinois which is uh yeah interstate 80 so her car was found later that day so that is about the LaSalle area. It's near, you know, we're, we're all right here in the central part. Um, now her car was found later that day. Oops, sorry, I just knocked something over on my table. <laughs> my table's a mess. Okay, hold on a minute. I got my crafting stuff. Oh, crafting stuff and everything. Okay, between 3 and 4 p.m. is when her car was found. And there were witnesses who claimed that a semi-driver with dark, bushy hair he was a white guy between the ages of 35 and 40. 
and he was next to Tammy's Pontiac. <coughs> Excuse me. He was next to, sorry, throat here. He was next to Tammy's Pontiac around this time. Now, um, the semi-truck had an orange rusty stripe around the center. That's, that's what witnesses described. And um, Tammy's mother, Joanne, called the police about Tammy not making it to college. And it was not looked into until many days later because they didn't take it seriously, thinking that she ran off with a boyfriend. Now, come on. I, I, this just gets me. She didn't even have a boyfriend that they knew of. And they said that she, they didn't take this seriously right away. I'm going to tell you what. I don't see this happening nowadays, but hopefully it's not happening anymore. They need to start to... Uh, ugh, when I hear this, it just gets me. But anyway, um, of course, she ran off with a guy. All young girls run off with a guy. They run away. That It just seems like that's always in their heads. Uh, and it's not. She did not do that. Her body was found on September 1st of 1992 um, on a stretch of Interstate Highway 44 in Lawrence County, Missouri. Now that's down toward the southern part of Missouri between Springfield and Joplin. So I know Springfield's right outside of Branson. And uh, that's a ways down there. Um, the truck driver had two different stories. He pulled over to take a leak. And he pulled over to cover his the bed of the truck with a tarp in case of rain. This is the one that the witnesses saw with the um, bushy hair. He said he smelled something when he was out there. And then he looked over and saw a large bundle. And the bundle was Tammy. And she was wrapped in a red blanket that was also wrapped with duct tape. That They sealed the blanket with duct tape. She had been stabbed seven or eight times. But this is the thing. Her wounds were in a circle around her heart made by a small, sharp object. So it caused internal bleeding. I don't even think they have the weapon. Uh, they know what weapon it was that I know of. I haven't heard. Um, they also found out during autopsy that she was sexually assaulted. Um, now there are things missing. Her camera... She had a Canon 35 millimeter camera um, that was missing a St. Giles soccer club patch and a musical watch. She had a watch that had an umbrella on the face and it played the song raindrops keep falling on my head. I don't think any of, well, I don't know if everything was recovered. I know the watch was not recovered. Um, there were suspects after flyers were distributed around town about Tammy and the truck driver who was seen, who was last seen. They've got um, flyers everywhere. One named a truck driver named Lonnie Beerbrot, if that's how you say it, B-I-E-R-B-R-O-D-T. He had his prints and hair taken, but no evidence tied him to Tammy's murder. And he died in 2002. Now, I don't know if this is the same one that the uh, witnesses saw. I didn't get if that was the same one. If, if, if I'm making any mistakes or if there's anything I'm leaving out, feel free, feel free to contact me. I will leave everything in the show notes on how to contact me, but I'm not sure if this is the same witness, uh, truck driver with the bushy hair. This Lonnie guy, I don't even know because it didn't say. Um, 
but he gave his wife a watch that was like Tammy's, but they never found it. His wife must have said that he gave her a watch that was like that. Okay. I don't understand why this wasn't looked into more, but anyway, he died in 2002. So he's gone. Um, there's an Iowa serial killer named Clark Perry Baldwin. He was a trucker who killed at least three women and he was suspected but he was only a suspect for a short time and police wouldn't say why this is another thing i don't get tammy's murder fit his crimes so i don't understand why he was let go that's weird i don't get it <sighs> okay the facebook page i got that written down here i named it off at the beginning is who killed tammy zwicky z y w I-C-K-I is her last name. There's a $50,000 $50, reward for any information leading to her killer. Her father died in 2015, which is sad. So this is still open. This is a cold case. Somebody knows something. Even if that truck driver died in 2002, somebody knows something about this. You're not going to tell me that there's, I mean, I don't understand why. Um, I, I, I don't understand. I, I don't get it. Especially the serial killer who was suspected only for a short time. I don't know. It didn't even say why. Like, did they find something that did not, was he not in the area? Um, I don't know. I looked him up, but I couldn't find much about him because I thought, well, maybe that'll be a future story. I might look him up, look him up some more. I didn't find very much information about him, but um, this is a sad case. Um, my heart goes out to Tammy's family and friends and all these people fighting. And um, having the Facebook page up too. So my heart goes out to all of you. Hopefully this will be solved. You would think DNA on the duct tape or the blanket with DNA now. And I know back then DNA wasn't very bit, wasn't very advanced, but you would think there'd be a way to find out now. I mean, I know the guy's dead, so that would be kind of hard. The, the one guy, but I don't know. You would think there'd be a way to find out. If anybody has any updates on this, let me know. I didn't find any, but um, I will leave my email, Instagram, all that in the show notes as well. Um, this is just, oh my gosh. What a story. And I'm hoping that Tammy gets justice soon. Um, thank you for everybody for supporting the podcast. I can't believe I made it up to episode 45. I usually end my podcast with some updates. I just got Max, um, with, um, I usually do updates with what I've been watching, uh, recommendations. I just got Max and I really like it. I'm getting ready to cancel Hulu. I already canceled Discovery Plus. So I got Max and... <clears throat> premium streaming channel and I really like it you can watch HBO stuff on there too um, I got the $9.99 a month with ads but for all you get 
on there is amazing. I didn't realize you can watch HBO series, movies, all that on there. Um, I just watched for, uh, what's it called? Love and Death about the Candy Montgomery um, story. It's really good. I love the one on Hulu with Jessica Biel. That one's just called Candy. Um, I like that one a lot. I think I like that one more. This one centered a lot around the affair and had more like sex in it and stuff. Um, it actually had quite a bit in it, <laughs> but, um, both of them are, are very good. Both of them were well done. Um, this one had a, seemed like it had a lot with the trial. I don't remember. I mean, I remember the one on Hulu with Jessica Beale that had some stuff with the trial, but gosh, it's been like a year since I watched that one, but or over a year, but, um, both of them are very good. Um, so I've been watching that. I haven't watched much. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've watched and I haven't really watched much of, of anything else that comes to mind. Um, I talked about uh, some of the movies I watched last on the last episode, but I do like to do some shout outs as well. Um, I'm so glad to see True Crime B&B back after their hiatus. Um, and um, I've been listening to, of course, Suspended Sentence. Everything Scary is another good one, pretty good one that I've been uh, listening to. So I've been listening, of course, Invisible Choir is my all-time favorite and Sword and Scale uh, been listening to those. Those are another uh, some more good ones. Going West, one of my all-time favorites. True Crime Couple out of New Jersey. And, of course, I've always been a fan of Crime Junkie. Um, nosy Bees, which is Nosy Bitches. <laughs> uh, Love, Mary Kill. So I, I still have my favorites. I'm still working around and, and getting to... Uh, listening to all of my favorites on there. Um, TLV is a good one for movie reviews, which I really like. It's TLV, TLV, text, lies, and videotape. Text, lives, and videotape, that is. (laughs) It's like, I always got to think of the name of that. But that's all for today. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. I hope everybody had a safe 4th of July. Have a wonderful weekend. And I will see you next time.